Welcome to My Hero Notebook, the My Hero Academia discussion podcast where we, like young Midoriya, take notes. I'm Maddie and this is my co-host. Connor for uh, most days moving forward. Today we're talking about episode 13. Thank you for for trying to keep it together (laughs) and then failing. It means a lot to me. Episode 13. Oh right, we're doing the, I'm sorry. Episode 13. It's the last one of the season. It's the last episode of the season and it's called In Each of Our Hearts. Really lame really na- lame name for the episode i disagree i Wh- think it why because i like how it sounds that's no no <laughs> uh well listeners we have a special treat today uh our new sound guy is in office with us you can't hear him because he's just sound yep we did not give him a microphone he's just made of sound <laughs> you didn't hear that he uh is helping us his name's ryan did i say that already probably <laughs> if you like ryan or like the idea of Ryan, uh, we do have another podcast that we record with Ryan where you can hear him called My Favorite Anime. Yep. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, we, but they both have mine in the title. We have a thing for my. That's true. <laughs> so the episode, the last episode of the season. Yeah. Did you have any uh, thing to I say am, at the I opening? I am tired of cold open recaps. Oh, yeah, where it's like the same scene give, give me that was actual the ending content. of the previous episode. Give me actual content. Stop giving me no content. Yeah. I require content. <laughs> I'm thirsty. You're thirsty? For content. I but see. anyway. So I think that Kaminari's face when the villain is threatening him is tragically adorable. Like he looks so helpless and cute as he's being held by this guy. With like the snot coming out of his nose. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I do like how, how they play it. It's like, he's not just stupid. He's, li- he's like like a like a dumb child. Yeah. He's like, I'm afraid. But he doesn't like say anything. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's like not articulate. It's so like, I, I do, I would have, I almost would have expected like them to like make him completely oblivious. Like, uh, but I like that he's like aware of his surroundings yeah. at some level. Yeah. That, that, that is fun. Um. I do think that the the villain holding him has a really weird design. I couldn't figure out what it's like supposed to be. Yeah, he's got kind of like a skull motif on his face, well, but it's not motif. really cohesive with the rest of his outfit. And he's not he, like dressed like a skeleton or anything. Yeah, he's got like a weird, like almost pebbled skin, like sort of situation. Like he's oh, a kind of a reptile. That. He's got like weird bulbous shoulder situation. He's just a very oddly designed. You character. really gave this guy the once over, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, he's very distinct. <laughs> he, he, I I I I wanted to focus on him at least a little bit is because he is the the other quote unquote capable villain. Um, oh yeah, because he's the one that's been um, uh, shorting the audio. Yeah, because if you if you remember way back when this uh, invasion thing first happened, um, like there's like there may be three or four actual caliber villains here and the rest are all fodder like they make they make a line to right that. there's the nomu the brain raven there is uh kurogiri the warp gate guy yeah. and then there's shigaraki mr hands and then now this electricity guy who i don't think gets an actual name no i don't think he does so he, he's 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 basically like He's like B plus. He's not like the A-list guys. Right. But I wonder how much of that is that he's actually like a high ranking member of the League of Villains or whatever, or just that he had a convenient quirk. And so they told him to behave a certain way. Like, okay, we need you to jam their communications. So hide as soon as we get in there. And yeah, so he's not no, no. actually above the normal 
um, minion level that the rest of the guys are. I would still say that he kind of is for for the reason. For the, I would say two main reasons. One, he knew enough to hide. Well, but he could have been told to do that. That's what I'm saying. Right, but he but he still he still did it. <laughs> like it's like it was it was obvious that a lot of the villains were just like screw it, let's go for it. Like the second they came through the portal, and I mean I don't know even if that's what they were supposed to do, like they they at least thought he was smart enough to be like hey listen do this thing and then hide well, but, but that's what i'm thinking maybe they don't even think that about him it's just that maybe he's the only electric type villain that they have that has the potential to uh stop the communication channels i guess but but, e- but even beyond that then later he's like i'm not stupid like okay I'm not well get- i can say that and it doesn't mean that i'm not stupid right but, but like you know in a, in a in a story medium like this to a certain extent he and he was he like you know when he's holding Kaminari hostage and like Jiro starts monologuing at him and he's like I'm not dumb I know that you're trying to distract me I'm gonna kill this kid like he 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 was functionally not stupid I guess which brings me to another point I feel like Momo behaved really stupidly in this oh, Mo- scene Mo- Momo screwed up hard because like she's supposed to be Miss Know It All and she's over here she's like, what are you doing and then like reacts <laughs> then, yeah to she's like seeing. oh if you would have just continued you're like oh what are you doing why are you doing this I didn't realize you were evil or whatever or just doesn't say anything at all like how hard is it Momo really just going going to the bottom of my list of characters <laughs> <laughs> she's not at the bottom for me I guess but no, she's uh, not at the bottom but she's she's digging <laughs> oh boy she heading down so do you think that the hands that Shigaraki wears are to help prevent him from scratching? Like to serve as a physical God, no, barrier? No, they're not working that way. Well, but maybe he would scratch other parts of his body and he can only reach that one spot on his neck or something. He has plenty of other exposed-ish skin that he would be able to scratch. These are not all encompassing <laughs> hands. Why doesn't he use the hands to scratch? Do you think the hands can like grab other stuff or are they like... No, are it, they made to the contours of his body? Oh my gosh! No, <laughs> I think they are like a creepy aesthetic because they can come off, right? Yeah, we saw the one. Uh, his face hand fell off. Yeah, I think that they are a creepy aesthetic. Okay. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta set up your your main villains to be distinct in one way or another, right? And I ha- mean, yeah, I'm, and tra- having a I'm dude, traumatized by yeah, Nomu, so having a dude who is just a bunch of hands stuck to him—that's. It's both an interesting profile and it's eye-catching. You're not wrong. Eye-catching with your hands. Catch these hands. Moving anyway. right along. <laughs> um, so Todoroki, so the kids are there. The villains um, start to stand up and be like, okay, oh, we're not. You just skipped over the yeah, most important thing this entire probably. episode. Okay. We have confirmation. Finally, that the that the smoke coming off all might is real. No, you're right. I skipped that note. It's I real. Did, I had that line in my notes and I skipped it. Sorry. It's not aesthetics. It is a real thing that really happens. Yes, you're right, Connor. And all of these episodes have finally built up to the season one finale where you are vindicated and your questions yes. are answered. I, I it is it is nice to know that uh, Midoriya is like, oh, this that's that smoke that comes off him, the steam that comes off him when he's about to transform back into small might. Um, yeah, and I guess there's no reason for other characters to be on the lookout for it because no, nobody no, other than Midoriya even knows that he's going to revert to Small right. Might. So I, I I do like that. Um, I like that confirmation finally. Uh, and and 
this combined with um from it was either last episode episode before um i think last episode where uh, aizawa's hair floating up in the air is like a real thing that's really happening uh i don't think it's the last episode because the last episode is yes Um, it doesn't matter like the fact that aizawa's hair is a like floating up is a real thing that really happens right um uh combined with this makes me think that going forward i'm going to my base assumption for any of these aesthetics is that they are really happening they are really visible unless i'm told otherwise now i'll still be a little bit on the fence where they function like they're supposed to look right okay so like that all my it has smoke it has steam coming off of him cool great aizawa his hair floating up cool great but like you know if the, if there's some sort of effect I, i'm not gonna necessarily assume that like there's enough steam coming off all my like that he could use it as a smoke screen okay and what about have you made a decision about the blood like when he coughs all night i mean uh no again I, th- th- there's they make an obvious difference between comedic blood and real blood when he's coughing okay like when he's spewing blood in his like thin form <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that no he, <laughs> it's he, fake blood yeah whereas in this episode he does cough he coughs up a chunk of blood yeah and like oh i'm just assuming that that's real you know so yeah no i have no i have no problem with that at this point i think they've they've clearly established the difference between the kinds of blood that comes out of all might's mouth okay so uh yeah the the minion level villains start to get up from where they were knocked yes. down earlier enjoy very much enjoy this if you just punch somebody right they're not knocked out indefinitely no they're just hanging um but it also shows you that all night and aizawa didn't kill these people they just yeah, well they're incapacitated heroes. them yeah the heroes they just, they just break bones <laughs> or not not even that so you know um well what i was gonna say is uh the kids kind of discuss okay so we'll fight these minions while all might takes care of the big guys yeah and todoroki says to midoriya will you be joining us you can tell that todoroki is rich because he speaks so properly (laughs) i don't know if that um if that translates but i like that idea yeah he's clearly like of good breeding he's been brought up wealthily brought up but i I feel like i feel like he was he was speaking pretty rough when he was threatening to kill people last episode Well, yes but still like with proper like proper pronunciation yeah just very like calm cool and collected hey because he's an ice boy ice boy we got it yes we're there um but i i I do i do uh I, i like the kind of interaction um that does sort of happen with all this it, it just in that like they it it, it it to me it reads as Todoroki knows that uh Midori is obsessed with All Might like already like and I, I feel like the reason why Todoroki asks why like are you gonna are you gonna be helping out is he's like because I know you just want to like worry about All Might like every day of your entire life you fan oh boy. see yeah I didn't I didn't read that into I, it or at least I, that's, that's that's how I'd want like I know I don't, I don't necessarily know for sure but I don't think Deku has been like really I mean, trying to hide his fanboyism. That's true for sure. And it's also um, like Todoroki, Kirishima and Bakugo are facing the villains. They're ready to go. And Todoroki like looks the, over the, and hey, Midoriya is completely hey. back to them. Just focused on all night. Will you be joining us? <laughs> so yeah, I think that's a fair point. And yeah. to your point of um, Midoriya is not trying to hide his all might fanboyism. No, he not. calls his punch attacks. Yeah. Like, yeah it's very obvious yeah i mean and then we we do get a lot of uh like the sort of like oh all might has to bluff um i like that it doesn't really work 
um, just where he's like, come, come and get me. And, and then yeah, and the, uh, uh, Kurogiri. No, Shigaraki is buying it. And Kurogiri is like, no, look like, again. Look, look, you can literally see him bleeding. And you it, can literally see him cough up blood. Yeah, it, it makes me think of Shigaraki as like not all there. It adds to this idea that he's kind of off his rocker. Well, and e- even like the scratching. Yes, which and, was nice and distressing. And the fact that he he's upset because his plan didn't go just the way he wanted it to. So to have a character beside him who's not all worked up. And, and it actually here, I think it solidifies my idea that this is almost like a babysitter relationship. Like Yeah, like Kurogiri's been hired as like a butler kind of yeah, for him. Like on multiple occasions he's had to like calm him down. He's had to be like, look look at things rationally. Right. Like the the dude even like has like, you know, we, we've seen him in in some of some yeah of the in shots the bartender scenes he's, like he's wearing, wearing like, like nice, nice, nice outfit. Stuff. So like I'm like here's the uh, misty adult and the, the misty adult and the handsy <laughs> handsy child oh and uh, <laughs> that's their relationship and yeah it's it's interesting um because because it, it also speaks to which like you know fa- fast forwarding slightly that the fact that uh, Mr. Hands is is not like you know the head honcho or like those hidden right he's got a master yeah, he's, he's working for somebody it does speak to that where like e- even though on a couple of occasions it really seems like mr hands is you know the one in charge the one calling the shots like i th- I, I think i'm forgetting exactly which episode again but like he threatens kurogiri like i would kill you if you weren't so important for oh yeah up. um like th- th- the fact that it's clear that the power is not actually with him in in a real functional sense means that there's an interesting thing going on here like who exactly is he because we obviously we don't know right and i think we'll talk more about the at the end of the episode when we see him interacting with the blank screen when they get teleported back to the bar i have thoughts but we'll get yes we'll get get to that uh so in this scene midoriya leaps through the air to defend all night against uh shigaraki's coming at him with his hands uh midoriya jumps up yeah and he says yeah i, I want to talk about this he says i controlled it earlier so that brings me back to a couple of episodes ago i think ago. he's just wrong that's yeah because he he punched nomu and i asked at that time if the energy was absorbed or if he really was controlling it and we found out about nomu's shock absorption so i was thinking that it was the former but maybe midoriya doesn't realize that's what happened and he didn't actually control it i i tend to think that he didn't realize what happened yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. But like, I guess as, as like if if we, what we've been given of this power before. So like, preface this with I understand at a certain level that in anime in general, in shonen fighting anime in general, mm-hmm. like power ups in heated moments that that is not only part of the course. It's like what you're here for. Yeah. Like <laughs> like, like uh, if there's a big fight, I expect at least one, if not both, of the people fighting to yeah, get power ups in the middle of. You a go beyond plus yeah. ultra. Um. So the idea that like in a desperate situation where Midoriya thinks that oh, uh, like Sue's going to die yeah, if I don't. I, do I something. need to punch this guy. Um. That like he would in that moment be able to control it suddenly. Cool. Um. However. Like, just the fact that Midoriya is, like, so weirdly sure that he controlled it before makes me think that he's wrong. It's a weird yeah. thing to be calling out. And and just, like, this is just as de- desperate a situation. Why would it be more desperate for him to try to save his classmate who he has not known 
let alone idolized as much as all might yeah like if if i think that this was a desperation power up i feel like it should have worked both times if that's the case the fact that it didn't work means that it was the shock absorption of the nomu that is the reason why his arm is not broken i that's what i would believe okay did he actually get the punch off in this uh moment in I don't, this moment yeah no because no, he because the teachers show up yeah yeah <laughs> So let's talk about, about uh, so Connor has found his favorite teacher. Gun! (laughs) His actual name is Snipe. And I I think it's mentioned like really, really quick in this episode. Like there's the gate Snipe and he like turns and looks and then there's like a thing with 13 or whatever. But (laughs) he, he could shoot people. Yeah, and he, he just has a and, gun. Oh my God, does he shoot people? <laughs> I love him bang, bang, bang. so much. So like, he shoots Mr. Hands' his regular hand. Yeah. It right, right through. Like, go, it goes through his hand. Yeah. He then immediately shoots the electric guy who's holding comedy. Yeah, who's hostage. across the arena. And then, and then like, like when Mr. Hands is like, oh, we gotta do. Like, I've got a monologue. And before he finishes monologue, <laughs> he gets shot like four more times. It's amazing. It's, I love him so much. He's like, listen, I got stuff to do and I'm going to shoot him. In, I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to shoot him. We don't have time to listen to him. It, well, like, Just put him I down. I don't, they don't, I don't know if his superpower is like perfect accuracy or what. Yeah, they, didn't, they don't, they don't they mention it. They do not it. go into it in this episode. <laughs> but whatever it is, I, I love the fact that he, at some point he was like, hmm, you know, my power my power could help me do like this or that, or I could shoot guns. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Uh, oh, I did have something that we skipped over. Um, when Midoriya pulls back his punch, the light lines in the background are reminiscent of when All Might uses yes. um, one which, for all. Which well, like once again, why I think that, you know, it's a desperate situation. Some of the imagery, it, if, if he, if he had suddenly randomly gotten control of his powers, his legs wouldn't be broken yeah so uh so yeah the teachers are here now there's gun teacher there's the principal present mike's here trench coat skeletons back block man we got a construction hero we got uh the principal nezu is riding on top of somebody yeah, so we can talk real we quick got about midnight. there's like i think one new power in here that i think we hadn't seen before no, there's two there's cementos which we see yeah, cementos. After after things have quieted down, his a little work bit. is cement. Um, and then we we've we see. I forget if we've heard exactly what uh, President Mike's power was. I don't think we have. Yeah. They just say he's like a announcer hero or yeah. something, and they say which, he's got a radio show. Yeah, which to be fair, like means obviously he has some sort of voice power. Well, we so do know that surprising. too because he's like um, projecting his voice to the whole amphitheater of students at that one point. Right, but, but we don't he, see. He has a weird mechanism on on his neck. That's true. So it, it could, could have just be been that equipment it. based. But yeah, he has a he's uh, he can shout so loud people like literally <laughs> lose pass consciousness out. yeah um, i thought it was a cool little image um they kind of yeah, show him this. i noticed it this time he was like looking at the villains really angrily and he moves forward coming out of frame and you see behind him is aizawa's lifeless body yeah as, as if to show like he is specifically mad that like you hurt aizawa yeah which, which, which is which is cool because we we've seen some minor interaction between them like they, like they, they were are, outside when the press yeah. and uh president mike was like well they're kind of villains because they're trespassing can't we just beat them up and i saw i was like no just wait for the cops yeah so like the, the implication that they that they're friends is is fun um but yeah he he shouts I, I i really like the aesthetic of this where like he he screams yeah and then like the the letters yeah, yeah come out again i assume that's aesthetic to a certain <laughs> extent 
Um, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, and then the other one we see, which is a little bit upsetting, is a d- the teeth dude. Oh my gosh, the trench coat skeleton. He like some white stuff comes out. This like like smoke but it's like shiny i don't know and then it like forms into replicas of himself yes and i just hate it i love it <laughs> it doesn't it, it it's, he, he's another one where it like it must be that's his body like he's not wearing a costume like his, yeah. his face must be like that <laughs> and so like the fact that you have a cloning power and you have a crazy face but like that does his body look really upsetting and that's why he wears a trench coat do you think i don't <laughs> I think trench coaches look cool. Yeah, that's so true. It, it could be, but it just looks cool. Um, Speaking of cool, um, Midoriya is so cool. I love him. He saves All Might. Yes, he does. Precious boy. Gosh. Uh, Kirishima. Uh, oh, Kir- sorry. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't read my own handwriting there for a second. Kirishima so quickly bought that the pros oh, yeah. would handle this, everything. It, like Cementos comes up and makes a wall to so that Kirishima doesn't see uh, All Might has gone back to his small form, and immediately he's like, "Okay, you guys are gonna yeah, handle it." Uh, he's again, so pure. Ki- Kirishima is just the chillest mega bro of all time yeah like, Kirishima was like, oh, hey, pretty high up you think, on my list of things t- you tell me to get out of here cool later dude yeah like ah I, lo- I love him uh, and he I, was he was going over there to try to be helpful in the right. first place very lovely. cool truly lovely but yeah no, I, th- I think I think that it, it was a, it was a nice little moment that um, Midori and All Might have where he was like you saved me again um, I, once again young Midori I, I, it is starting to grate on me ever so slightly how like Mid- Midoriya's disposition is so apologetic and like weepy and like on the one That's hand I get not it upsetting to me yet well it, it's not upsetting to me I said it's starting to grant on me a little bit okay where it's like he has saved this dude's life and the guy says thanks for saving me and your response is thanks for saying thank yeah, you thanks for thanking like, me <laughs> like like come on like buck up and be like always save you yeah, like well, anytime like come on like and i know a spine i know you're breaking all your bones but your spine's not broken <laughs> sick burn thanks are you bakugo because that was no, a i'm todoroki because i have, i'm a heat boy i felt the way that you're feeling now um in the later scene when midoriya and uh all might are in the clinic together and all might says he thinks he reduced his time again and Midoriya says, I'm sorry, as if he's somehow yeah. to blame. And it's not 100% All Might's fault for being... Well, not 100%. There was a villain attack today. Yeah, but he, like, messed around before school. Right. Instead Saving of coming people. to school. Listen, do not blame the victim. Excuse you. The victim? All Might is the victim. He got attacked. All Might's the victim. <laughs> yes, he got attacked. He's bleeding. He's in the hospital. He, him the victim. The villains attacked him. It is mostly the villain's fault. But yes, if All Might hadn't been screwing around. It's not Midoriya's fault. It's we can definitely all not Midoriya's fault. That. I mean, I guess it's maybe slightly his fault that, that he might feel bad because like he is taking the power from All Might in a certain way. Maybe. So he's like, if you, had he, not, if you had not passed it on to me, right, maybe that's like, where he's getting it from. But still, right. no, no. Again, I've already said it's starting to grate on me that he's just like so apologetic, so deferential. Like, yeah. come on. Get with get with it. So Cementos, uh, I liked the little interaction that he had with All Might, where he says, "I'm a big fan of yours." It's interesting to me that like 
they're all teachers now, but Cementos is still a little starstruck to be working with All Might. And, and uh, it, it continues to speak to the fact that All Might is like number one, number one. Yeah, but I think it's a neat contrast between... Um, the only other teacher we've really seen interact with All Might besides the principal is Aizawa. And Aizawa, yeah. like like everything, does not care at all that All Might is right. the number one hero. Uh, and so to see Cementos be like, oh, I'm actually like a really big fan of yours was really cute. Uh, Cementos yeah. also has ear holes. I just wanted to point that out to everyone. Hey, I didn't, I didn't catch them, but you swear that there are ear holes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm willing to believe you <laughs> for now. <laughs> Maybe when they show him again, if they do, we will, uh, get some clarification on that. Um, yeah, th- I, I did have one thing that I, I, um, I'm hoping is just a translation problem. They say he can control cement. Right. But he clearly it manipulated like the ground. That was the ground. Like I, I think he can just manipulate rock of any kind because cement is man-made specific like this brings me back to another question that i had earlier like who names the quirks do you come up with your own quirk name does the government decide when you register for it i assume since you're registering your quirk you're naming it to a certain extent yeah because i know there's been this big discrepancy about what all might's quirk is called and so i'm wondering if like perhaps the government registry is not public record so other people can't see it or if all might put something down like super strength yeah I mean, again, I think it, the smartest move for him would be to just say it's super strength and then leave it at that because... Yeah, so what did Midoriya register his as, I wonder? Maybe he asked All Might what he should say about it. I don't know. Maybe just super strength. Hmm. Uh, they, they, I, I really... They have not touched on that. I would love to know more yeah. about their... Yeah, I think we can only speculate for now, but it, yeah. I would like to get some more information on that. Um, the gun teacher has a robot cowboy voice. He is the ideal man. <laughs> you, you may not look like... You may not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. Oh, and there was one before we moved to like the second half of the episode proper. Um, I do... Th- there was a cool little aesthetic thing that they did where All Might was half like... Big oh yeah half big half small and half not yeah i th- just thought that it was it was a little bit striking it was like I, I don't know i don't know if, i don't know if that was meant to like capture him in the middle of transforming since before it was an instantaneous transform or something yeah. um but like it, i think it it really it does a better job even of like showing him before when he was like bloody and coughing blood and everything like okay that's battle worn this feels like even more like it feels like he is completely spent where it's like he can't even like fully be right one yeah thing. i think that it really shows that he was just clinging to this form and yeah. i think that that's a good visual not just for uh us as the audience to see but for midoriya to see that he really did come in right at the last second all might could not hold that form for a moment longer oh, for sure so i noticed that uh all Might and smithos are talking to each other and all might says he had to go all, he had to go all out otherwise he'd be dead yeah so he, I mean, look, I know you have had a continual problem with him, like being really candid about like how he's losing power and stuff like that. But he is just, I think this is just his character. That's not what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to contrast this with uh, Aizawa, who does not regard his own well-being and instead like pretty much gets killed like we know from this episode that he's not actually dead but he could have been dead and he did that for the school children what do you what do you mean like what's the all, difference here? all might says if i didn't go out all out i would be dead not if i didn't go out all out 
like other people would be at risk or whatever. Whereas Aizawa doesn't care about his own well-being and like literally does everything he can until he's knocked unconscious. Oh, to see, I don't I don't read it that way. I, I don't necessarily think he's trying to like. I don't know, c- come off as like selfish in there. I think I think he's doing that to be a measuring stick. Like, yeah, th- that was some serious fights that just happened. Like, Nomu was 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 indeed really really strong. Okay, so more to give a yeah. benchmark because to like, Cementos he, about what the real threat, yeah, how real I mean, the threat was. Almost the ultimate measuring stick here, right? If like yeah. if it's like I am the strongest hero, and and if I say like oh if I wasn't going like beyond a hundred percent, I would have lost. I would have died. Yeah, like I need. I am impressing upon you how serious the situation just was like this was not just a bunch of people who were like aha we figured out a way to prank the school what we got in here like this was a serious (laughs) threat like yeah yeah i think that's a good point and 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 they did establish uh, just last episode that all might has no hesitation sacrificing himself to save save the kids like he you know if he like maybe sacrifices like when bakugo was about to get attacked by the nomu in the other episode Mm -hmm. like he jumps in front he gets Baku out of the way. And, yeah, and no, no. I think for sure his actions show that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think this is just him like being a measuring stick. Okay. I really think that's all it is, you know. And and, and to a certain extent, while, while it is selfish to not want to die, like un- undeniably there would be a huge uproar if All Might just like suddenly dies to some randos that no one has ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, that's true for sure. Um, and not, I wasn't trying to say like it's selfish to try to prevent, pre- prevent yourself from dying because I don't think that's the case. No, no, no. But I, you're just saying, saying these characters might have different priorities. Yes, that is what I was trying to say. But I also want to um, take this time to talk about uh, how Aizawa yelled at Midoriya so much about not making yourself a liability. And yet he pushed himself to the point where he had to be carried off the battlefield by two children. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I don't think that. I, I think that if anything, that that um, stresses that even more, because um, the kids, with the exception of maybe maybe just Todoroki, because Bakugo and Kirishima, although they are both obviously strong, mess up immediately. <laughs> um, with the exception of maybe Todoroki, all of the kids are a liability in in a big way um, throughout most of it. Um, like cause they're they're untrained this is like still like week one for them right yeah i think this and, is only like the third or fourth day of yeah. school so like i saw the reason uh, undeniably that i was in the situation he is is because he has to protect all these kids right like he has to go yeah, in he can't he afford lead, to try yeah. to not become Thir- a liability himself because that's all there is yeah like 13 has to guard them if the kids aren't there and it's just him and 13 he probably does well, not jump right in the fray that's the other thing Izawa doesn't know help is coming because he doesn't know that Ida left because he right. had already jumped no, in. For sure. Kaminari's um, communication wasn't working either and the, the normal lines of communication were yeah. closed. So Aizawa be- doesn't know that anyone's yeah. coming to help. At best, he's just assuming that they're going to notice something is wrong. I have to hold out till then. Yeah. Which, you know, he doesn't. He would not have held out until right. they just noticed. Um, but, you know, like, uh, bo- both um, uh, Sue and Midoriya almost get killed by Mr. Hands yeah. or Nomu. Um, and if it weren't for Aizawa having to protect them, then they would have died. So like he, I, I, if anything, I would say he is fighting as hard as he can because there are liabilities around them that he has to deal with in a certain extent. I don't think, I, I don't think he would blame any of these oh, kids. Sure. Right. But it, it, it just sort of goes to like hammer home of like, like most of you are useless in a fight because you have not had real training. Right. And it's if, not your fault. Yeah. And, and, and beyond that, 
if you make yourself even more of a liability in a fight, like I'm able to take out dozens of people and then pr- hold my own against most of these guys with the exception of the dude created to kill all <laughs> yeah. my, right? Like, you know, I think him and Mr. Hands are pretty equally matched. Like, it seemed like they would, like, you know, Mr. Hands was figuring him out, so he's smart. Right. But Izawa, like, has come up I as mean, Izawa was exhausted, too. Yeah, you know, and, and as a very smart fighter this whole time, I would right. say. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say that Izawa made himself a liability. I, I would say that Izawa went above and beyond. And while he ended up becoming a liability because his body got shredded and destroyed, <laughs> I wouldn't 100% call that like he did not do that to himself. He wasn't making himself a liability. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but uh, is there anything before we like sort of move to, I think, a... Uh, no, a, a I very think, big yeah, unpacking they kind of, the the villain scene. Yeah, because he gets shot, he gets he gets sent through the portal, right, and um, then he's laying on the ground, bleeding, bleeding everywhere, <laughs> um, which is which is uh kind of crazy. And he he says the symbol of justice wasn't weakened at all, so as if he didn't pick up on uh what Kurogiri had said. Like, look at him; he's obviously well, weakened. No, th- I mean, this dude's a maniac, you know. And, and and but we've got all right before we talk about this i just need to complain about it real quick go ahead so the reason why so there's, there's an audio there's like oh the the man's talking to us through the tv sounds like there's two people actually there's two voices yeah i heard two distinct um, voices and there's sound only we can't see them why maddie why maybe they don't get a good signal that's dumb <laughs> this is their secret hideout who else is here that you can only send a voice through the com- through the TV? Yeah, I, why have a computer screen if you're not yeah, going to use literally. it? Literally, <laughs> why? And, and I don't know from a narrative standpoint because they want to hide. Yeah, but these they could do are. that with like shadows, like they did with Giovanni and Pokemon. Sure. Yeah, this is just dumb. Uh, it's, it's a cliche, <laughs> and I don't like that. All right. But okay, so we there's a shadowy person who we have had inklings of because. Um, yeah, because Shigaraki was talking to yeah, they, someone. They, they, like, he refers to someone as father and master to himself. Yeah, so is that two different people? Are they the same person and he calls them two different things? I imagine they're the same person. That he. So he who's was, the other voice then? I do not know. Um, it, 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 that person also calls... I assume, So there's one voice who's the master voice. And the other voice, I assume, is talking to him that like master and I spent so long creating the gnome. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so... Oh, I, yes, I did. I wrote it down. Oh, I just never forgot. <laughs> um, so I, I, I think that, like, there's some sort of experimentation thing going on here. Um, some sort of, like, um, creepy creator thing. Like, he... Oh, so like a mad scientist yeah, guy well, that the maybe... The fact that they're saying, we created it together, in some aspect, they're, like, mad scientists. Because yeah. they, they created this life form. Yeah, them. and, yeah, Nomu's gross. Yes, I know you don't want to talk about it that much. Uh, um, League of Villains was a fake name for their fake organization. Yeah, it's really, really weird. That uh, I actually love that concept. Like heroes have secret identities. Maybe not in this world because they're all registered and they have to be paid based right. on their fame. But um, why wouldn't villain organizations have secret identities? But like I, I don't know. Just why does it matter if they were to change their name? It's the same people. Yeah, I that I it's don't ju- know. It's just their organization. Be well, like, maybe because they can say like, oh, League of Villains unsuccessfully attacked UA and then later they can come back with a new name and they will be taken seriously. First try. Yeah, well, it's like um, Comcast recently changed their name to Xfinity so that people who know uh, that they- Comcast is a terrible cable company would be fooled into uh. thinking that Xfinity was not the terrible table- cable company Comcast. Listeners, beware. I think Time Warner did the same thing with Spectrum. 
Oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't even know that because I'm not originally from this part of the country. So I just moved here and had Spectrum and didn't realize that it was Time Warner Cable, which yeah. I've heard horrible things about. Yep, that's us. Gosh, the wool has been pulled over my eyes for so long. And now I am oh, I'm woke. Oh, oh you, you am woke. <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. Um, but yeah, so the, the, this sort of um, it sets up what I imagine is going to be at least some of the conflict for going forward. Yeah. Um, whoever these shadowy people are um are like the true you know villains Mm -hmm. or something um and also just the fact that you know i i i'm really curious so he has been shot five times total (laughs) okay yes both legs both arms and through his one of his hands do you think his hands like the decorative hands do you think they bleed too i don't know (laughs) um so i would actually really like it if they at least alluded to the fact that he has to spend time recovering from gunshot wounds because the amount of physical therapy you need to go through. I guess in this world, maybe they have some sort of yeah, evil like a villain healing, healer. A villain healer. Um, yeah, just like an Overwatch. Could be. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that that's that's a big deal. Um, also, the fact that um, like, I don't know, the, this, the, the, the villain guy seemed chill. To to a certain extent, which, which villain guy? There's now the, four parties. Yeah, so the, there's there's the one dude who's like, I can't believe you lost the Nomu that we spent so hard working on. The guy's like, Well, you know, shit happens. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, you know how it is. Some <laughs> some days your brain raven gets shot out of a stadium, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> but they can probably get him back. Yeah. I mean, they show him in this episode. They found Just him. They rounded him yeah. up. That reminds me. So, do you think um, Nomu? Like he obviously has a mind because he has he his has brain. brain. We can see it, but he's obeying co- officer commands. Do you think that he's just like created to be obedient and whoever orders I him think around, so. he'll take orders yeah. from? I wonder how that would have worked if like uh, the people fighting him, like if All Might had just been like stand down and the Raven just like stands there. Well, then you would be like attack, and that, that would just be the entire fight. Yeah, but maybe there's some sort of hierarchy of like Shigaraki. Oh, yeah. like, oh, Shigaraki's not around. Okay, I'll pay attention to the people that are immediately closest to me. Yeah, could, could be. Um, Do you think Nomu has a sense of self? <laughs> I'm just I'm just messing around now. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, so the, the whole villain setup, interesting. Uh, oh, yeah, and they said that they're going to be gathering elite villains this time instead of the nameless uh, right. mooks that they had gotten. So we're going to get some actual named bad guy characters aside from these, like, just two. Yeah, and so I don't know. How are they going to, like, maybe they were thinking that they would use this successful attack as leverage like to, like, attract. Yeah, crew recruiting. Well, no, recruiting. I think they legitimately but, wanted to kill All Might in this attack. Yeah, but now they don't have a victory behind them to try to, like, why didn't they just go ahead the first time and get the elite villains? I was thinking it was because they didn't have the um, the what, the clout to to recruit elite villains so what's different now why didn't they just get the elite ones in the first place because no one knew about them i don't know yeah but now everyone knows oh league of villains aren't you the people that had that failed attack right but they still managed to get into the ua they got through the ua security like that's a big deal i guess that's something that's something but yeah we'll we'll see uh you know We'll we'll see how they how they move forward, but I think that's about as much as what I've got about that whole. Yeah. Whole so then scene. it goes back to the police are there. They've yes. been called, um, and the kids are all yeah. kind the, of back together. And they all the, talk it was to a really other. fun scene. Yeah. I, I, I liked it a lot. Um, for two things, one we uh, I 
we did accidentally predict that uh, the invisible girl was w- hanging out with Todoroki. Yeah, which made me think uh, that's actually a slight against Todoroki, as in he was so imperceptive that he didn't notice her there She's at all. She's literally invisible. She's got gloves. Unless she took those off. Unless she took them off. I mean, that's true. If however, she was in a life or death situation, she would probably want to be 100% invisible. I guess. And maybe it was a real comment. It was like, wow, she's so stealthy. I didn't notice her at all. Perhaps. I All right. Um, I thought it was cute how she talked to Ojiro. And I like how I like how expressive they're able to make her, With even though hands. she just has hands. Yeah, and they, they add they add little like like uh, emotion lines in the air around oh, right. where she would yeah. be. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun little thing. I I mean, I think both of our favorite uh interactions <laughs> in, in in this set is uh our our sparkly friend is like, What do you think I was? Yeah, and everyone's ignoring him. And then Fravi asks him, he's like, It's a secret. Yeah. And <laughs> She's look, like indulging looks him. Directly at the camera. <laughs> Again, I believe Aoyama knows the camera is there. Because like then it He's cu- on screen. Yeah, it cuts away Life and he's like stage. he's like still looking to where the camera was supposed to have been. <laughs> like it's beautiful. I love it so much. Uh uh, so, so yeah fantastic. speaking of Sue my girl the only one who cares about Mr. Aizawa asks the police officer how he's yeah. doing orbital floor his orbital yeah, floor his, has been practically destroyed um, he what may cool... have irreparable eye damage yeah. how could they do this to me how could they give me a favorite character and, and then, then immediately take him, take him out of the fight do you think All Might's going to be the replacement homeroom teacher while he's in the hospital I don't know I mean I feel like they, you gotta give these kids some time off Right, right. You they don't were send just them in right a life back or death situation. Well, maybe for normalcy, they want them to go right back to school. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some parents who are like, get my kid out of this yeah, damn school. Yeah, that's probably... I mean, like, on the one hand, my children are in danger because the attack was on All Might, who is an employee of UA. But on the other hand, like, aren't they in the best care if they are with All Might, the number one and, hero? And considering how bizarrely crime-ridden this town is, such that All Might can spend, like, three hours in the morning stopping Before school, non-stop. yeah, fighting crime. Like, you know, and, you know, who's to say it's even that much safer going to another school? Like, there was just a rando kidnapping of Bakugo where he almost died. Like, yeah. Like, you know, whatever. And, and that's sa- that was the second crazy thing that happened that day, the same day as a giant rat monster. So, like, you know what? <laughs> whatever. You could, di- yeah. you could die on your way to the store. So, yeah. who cares? <laughs> who uh, cares? They're going to die anyway. Just send them to school. Yeah. So, that, that we, and we also get, we catch a quick glimpse of that 13 does indeed have a body. Yeah, I didn't notice it, and you had to back up the episode so that I could see it. So when they show, uh, if you missed it, listeners, when they show her suit, which is like completely ripped open from the back, the there's a body in the bed under like a sheet in yeah, the and, hospital. And, and at and first, suit, when I first saw the scene, I just thought it was Aizawa like behind a curtain, no. um, but it was actually definitely her. Yeah, and the suit for some reason they're like completely committed to you're not going to see anything about them. The the the, the confirmation that. 13 has a body is like more than I expected. Oh, honestly. okay. Yeah. You thought she was just going to be a, the black hole contained by yeah. the space suit. So uh, that, that was a, it was a cool little um, blink and you'll miss it thing. Not that yeah. Aizawa can blink anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they, they're going to be okay. They, they, they do confirm like they're 100% going to recover. Yeah. And they said Aizawa didn't have any serious brain yeah. damage. His orbital floor. God, it just sounds... It sounds his, like space. His arms are splintered. He has splintered. space eyes. He has space eyes. He has space eyes. Because 13 is a space hero. He only has eyes for 13. Aizawa 13, new ship. 
uh l- listener <laughs> listeners quick 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 sidebar in addition to being our sound guy ryan's also a doctor almost and so every time i say orbital floor you can tell that he wants to explain what that is but he's not allowed to ryan is the orbital oh, floor like an actual body part uh, the orbits, yeah, I know that's orbits. Better at, we're right. in space again. Yeah. Space, 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 space. I can't space. believe uh, this has been uh, an I upgrade for Izawa. Academia has been a space anime. Izawa's gonna come back, and you'll be able to see stars in oh his gosh. eyes. Starry eye surprise. Anyway, um, so there, there, there's I think one more bit in this scene that has to be addressed uh, that confirms that uh, Ochako is the best. Honestly, one of the best characters in the entire damn anime because there is a cat police officer. And she, Connor, did you see him? First of all, did yes, you see him? Yes, Connor, I, did you did you see his bell? All right, she she's doing this because that w- he was on screen of the, of the anime that we were both watching at the <laughs> yeah. same time. And she turns and says, do you see him? Yes, I can see him. He's right there. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure I said, look at his bell at the exact same yeah, time. Yeah, and Ochako Ocha- goes, oh, look at his little bell. <laughs> like, it's adorable. Oh, my I, gosh. I, I, I love, love that him. so much. Um, I it, it reminded me of the conversation that we've had a couple of times now that the police are often, like, um, given crap for not being as cool and useful as the heroes. And so here's this guy with a quirk and the quirk wasn't like good enough to become no, he's a just hero. A cat. So he he's just became a cop. A cat. I mean, does you know, he have a tail? I didn't notice. If he had I a mean, tail. he could be, he could be talked to his pants. I mean, we don't know about the police. Like maybe, we we assume that they are not going to be quirk powerful um, because they otherwise they would be heroes. Yeah, but you know, there's always the, those people, those 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 characters who are like paragon characters of like, yeah, I have one of the strongest quirks ever, but I believe in the police, so I became the police commissioner, sort yeah. of thing. So we shouldn't completely write off all police. Yeah, that's as interesting. Not having Maybe any we'll powers. see some of that. Um, but yeah, he's a cat. He's a kitty. Um, yeah, the police investigators ask uh, Principal Nezu if they can investigate, and he's like, "Yes, I want you to have full access. We need to know what happened here." Yeah, there, there was, was one. There was one thing before that that I think is going to be very, very important. Go ahead. There's a quick moment where um, Bakugo um, frowns more than he usually does, and has I a, don't believe it, and has a flashback to Deku like breaking his bones, like teleporting with speed, mm-hmm. and I think this is Bakugo realizing, oh that dumb stuff that he told me about him getting his powers from all might. He moved as fast as all might hold on. He might not have been. Lying. Oh yeah. I didn't even I glimpse that. I yeah, don't think. Cause like he like, he like frowns flashback frowns even worse. <laughs> and then I think someone's like, come on, Bakugo, we gotta go. And he's I like, was busy. And he's like frown loudly and like leaves. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this is the first indication that Bakugo is realizing that Deku might have all might's powers. Yeah, because Deku's a yeah, dumb, that's a good catch. Dumb boy, <laughs> he's dumb. so dumb. But yeah, I I I loved the fact that uh, the principal was like, "What police? Police who are here to help us? Yeah, d- anything you need." Like, it's nice to see an institution having some transparency. Yeah, it's, it was it was delightful. Principal Nezu is truly fantastic. Yeah, I, I like I him. like him a lot. He's a fun character. Did you notice that his uh, collar is too tight? Yes, I did. It's like <laughs> squeezing his neck yes. in. <laughs> it uh, it was really odd. He thick. He's got. Ah. <laughs> he's got. He's just got a very interesting design. Like a yeah. sim- he's, a, he's like a weird, simple r- white rodent with like a scar over one eye. Is but he like, a dog or a bear or a mouse? <laughs> I don't know, but he's the principal. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 just got a really I think a- as simple as it is like unique design because of everything yeah. put together in it. There's a and lot of little fun scar. details. Yeah. Which I o- only notice sometimes. 
there was definitely like the first couple of times he was shown i didn't notice it and then they showed him when he was talking to all night i think and i was like oh he had a scar i, I wonder if he had it earlier and i just didn't realize it no, you can't. Uh, oh, they say, somebody says warp quirks are really rare. Oh. I just, I heard, I can't remember who said that, that now. It was just like some oh of the police gosh, talking. Oh gosh, that's such an interesting thing. I hope that gets unpacked because what, what makes a quirk rare, right? It's I would all, imagine because few people well, have right, a no, quirk but like, like that. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. What makes it rare? Like, oh, like what's the lottery? Like, so is it just that like quirks for whatever reason, whatever weird genetic thing is causing quirks is like, oh yeah, it's way, way more common to get super strength like people just have super yeah. strength now but yeah like, that's a but good like point laser beams from your eyes there's been like two dudes ever and they weren't related yeah like the the idea that it's not just 100 percent random that there is like some that are more rare than others that's yeah. actually super interesting um i would be i would love for them to go into it um especially since it it, it it also, I guess, gets touched on really quickly in this episode when Jiro is trying to distract the lightning guy. Mm-hmm. And she talks about, like, people with lightning quirks are so lucky. Like, Yeah, they're in demand because not only are you good at hero work, but you're good at, like, you know, city jobs. Becoming a perpetual energy machine and <laughs> destroying the laws of physics. How fulfilling. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's a really interesting comment. I would love for that to get unpacked. I, I, I also wouldn't be surprised if you just can't because there's no real reason why a random gene mutation has more predisposed to shooting water out of your nose <laughs> and, or growing horns like there's no like why yeah i mean it's hard for us to i think wrap our heads around because it doesn't occur in our world so it's hard to put yourself in the mindset of a biologist who lives in the my hero academia world yeah. like maybe there absolutely is a reason genetically for that but we don't know what it is and unless midoriya has a reason to learn about it we probably won't get that information either Mm-hmm. who knows maybe midoriya will take interest in the sciences ha <laughs> uh, maybe but ha mostly ha so uh all might has a guy in the police force which i think is really cool yeah. he's like the most plain character yes. ever and seen. i would i would want to go back and check i think he fits one of the silhouettes do you see you do you remember the silhouettes oh yeah yeah of, like, i think the people you're right. who know it's um recovery girl knows principal nezu knows yeah uh, and then he says like a couple of trusted friends yeah and i and, I, and I, you think this is one of the trusted friends yeah but he i would fits have the silhouette. to imagine and, and i think that like i would i would want i would want to double check the exact number but i think this might account for everyone who knows this might be now everyone. No, I think there's one more special friend. That I thought he said there were two special friends, which would be not this guy and one other person. So, I yeah, but again, I, I would want to double check. Okay. Well, um, the other thing is this, he's not necessarily, um, this police officer isn't necessarily a person that knows the true nature of his powers. Because if you remember, All Might does make a distinction between the people that know he has right, a small form, small. as in like yeah. the whole well, that, UA that, that, staff that, knows that's that. That's what I mean. I, would, I want to go back and check his oh. admittedly plain silhouette against those because <laughs> yeah. I think he fits like really perfectly okay, yeah. with one of them. And that's why I think, I think this guy knows the full story Okay, is what makes me feel. He doesn't have the weird distinct silhouette that principal nezu had that would make it immediately clear who that was right um but yeah and he seems like a nice guy and he's like oh i gotta ask you some questions and stuff i i I just i like him as the face of the police i'm just like here here i am i'm friends with all might 
I like people trust me. Yeah, between him and Cat yeah. Cop. And he is like, I'm just a normal guy. I'm a normal guy and the principal of the school trusts me. I'm friends with the number one hero. Yeah. I'm an everyman and here I am. Now contrast this with the way the show has presented the press to us. Right. This is this is what I mean, right? So this is this is a more odd this portrayal because usually vigilantes superheroes are at odds with law enforcement right you know this is this is true like sort of in batman batman's got you know commissioner gordon who's on his team but like for the most part the police are against him Mm -hmm. um if spider-man like everyone all the police in new york hate (laughs) spider-man not to mention the press um superman has a sort of like tense relationship sometimes with the police usually it's good because superman's a weird paragon character who is like crazy um but like to have this like oh no yeah the police are uh, an adorable cat and this pl- <laughs> and this plain dude who everyone seems to like and trust. yeah like that's that's i think weirdly interesting because of how non-interesting it is within the context of the show right um and, and and it might speak to the two, the only two characters who have really interacted with the police officers are Principal Nezu, who seems like like a jovial, energetic optimist. Yeah. And um, All Might, who is the character who, who told us way back in episode two, like police and firefighters get a lot of crap, but they have an important job to do. Yeah. So he's the one who like introduced to society doesn't care about the police, but I kind of respect them at mm-hmm. least a little bit. Um, so it might just be that the lens we're getting this through are through two characters who have positive relationships with the police. That could be, and it could also be, um, I, uh, I think I lost what I was going to say. Oh. The something about All Might. Oh, because All Might is friends with the police officer. Maybe it's, um, All Might's like more sensitive to issues facing the police. Like, oh, right. Cause he, he maybe believes like, like maybe yeah. that, maybe they get beer contact. sometime and yeah. like complain about hero work slash uh, yeah, my maybe, boss. Well, maybe the police guys complains about how like, Oh, who's the a, public who's doesn't a toad, care about us. Who's literally so a toad I, man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Cause he's got a cat friend and maybe his boss is a dog instead let's go with dog police dog that's overdone okay (laughs) um so i thought it was a really cute scene especially for the end of the season to show all might says something nice about how he thinks that the kids are all going to be good heroes and then they they individually show each each character even though a lot of them have not really done anything Right, but they were all involved in that. Even right. if we didn't see it, like just having that experience, I think it's all that's right. There are still some characters them. we don't know what their quirk is. Yeah, um, the Koji who has he, I noticed his costume. It just has teeth on the front. Why are they doing this to me, Connor? I feel personally teeth. victimized. Teeth. <laughs> he just has. Does he have some sort of like chomping? Is he like a Pac-Man type? We don't know. We, we don't haven't know. seen him act at all. He we, was with um Toko. Whose squirk we also don't fully know. He just had weird shadow hands coming out of him. Yes. Um, But he was able to basically defend himself and Koji. Yeah. So, yeah, we we, we don't know the full story for everyone yet. Um, So it it, it, because of that, it rang a little bit hollow. I think I think we're also not 100 percent sure what the luchador looking guy's quirk is. I, yeah, we saw him do a really hard throw, like when he threw Kurogiri's yeah, so, um, neck thing. Uh, so I assume it's like strength. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, so we just, we don't know these characters such that like, while it's a nice scene, it doesn't ring fully 
authentic to me because it's like, oh, and this guy. Yeah, we know he's going to be a great hero. You know him. He's been on screen before. But, like, do keep in mind that they do attend the number one hero school in the world and they all got in. Yes, but but just the moment itself is just, like, supposed to be like, these kids really fought hard. And it's like, no idea what the hell that dude did. And in fact, specifically Koji, it looks like he didn't do anything. I don't think it was these kids really fought hard. I think it was just they, they lived this experience of villains attacking with the intent to kill. I guess so. All right. I guess so. Uh, I thought it was really nice that Ida and Ochako waited for him yes. after school. Big friends, big friends. And then... And then, why did they have to do it to me, Connor? They gave us another villain with another weird mouth. He's got the tongue. He's got the teeth. I just hate it. I want it to end. So it looks like that's actually our next antagonist. Yeah, is he going to join up with the League of Villains? Is he going to be one of the elite? I, I think he's got a cool... He's got a cool look to him. And in fact, it's hard to tell because it's dark and everything, but he has darker line drawing on him. Oh, like All Might does. Kind of like All, all huh. Might does. So, so maybe he'll he be like a be, Western style Yeah, I villain. feel like he might be another, at least mild reference to some sort of Western thing just by virtue of that. Or they're just like, this dude's cool, so let's draw him really freaking cool. <laughs> Mouth stuff aside, I, I, I do like his aesthetic. Um, but yeah, and it's, it's, it's also a nice little moment with a bunch of little flashback things. Yeah, um, a really good way to wrap up the season. The credits, I yeah. felt all uh, things yeah, so considered. I, I, all in all, I thought it was a really solid ending with both fun stuff and cool stuff in mm-hmm. it. Um, and a lot of setup for what's coming next. Yeah, I'm definitely left wanting more. Yeah. Well, Speaking all right. of being yeah. left wanting more, that's the end of this podcast. Yep, so uh, that, that that's about what I've got. Uh, once again, uh, extra thanks to our uh, one-time sound guy, Ryan, Ryan McDickDan. Yeah. But without the Mick, that's not his actual name. Yeah, yeah thank you, Ryan. We appreciate yeah. you, and I'm sure that our listeners will appreciate the uh, enhanced audio quality. Uh, please, if you haven't, if you haven't, please consider uh, following us on Twitter. We are at yeah. My Hero Notebook. Maddie likes to post a lot name. of uh, moving picture images. You say a lot, but I really just post the episode That's a lot. more than I <laughs> I don't post any. Um, and, oh, we got a couple of new followers. So thank you Woo! to the people that have followed us. I'm pretty sure they're just people that we know Shut. IRL. Shut. I shouldn't say just people that we know. Shut. We are honored to know these people in real life. <laughs> yes. And we love you for listening. Yep. See you all next time on the My Hero Notebook. Bye. Bye.